If you're 40 or older like me, losing weight can get tougher and the old tricks may not work any longer. On top of that, balancing family duties often means neglecting your own well-being. Good news, you don't have to struggle with weight loss anymore. I will help you tackle hormonal and metabolism changes and share proven strategies and methods to lose weight for good. Prioritize your health to fully embrace all that life still has in store for us. Hey, 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 this is Dr. Anna G. And welcome back to the Trim and Timeless podcast, episode two. Today is a very exciting day because I will teach you what I learned that made a significant change to help me drop my last 15 pounds in my 50s. But first, I have to teach you a little science. Don't get scared, it's nothing too technical. For simplicity, I am going to focus on two areas of your brain. The first is the prefrontal cortex, also known as the higher brain. The second is the primitive brain, also known as the lower brain. So how do they relate? I will use the act of driving as an easy way of showing their relationship. When we first learn to drive, we are fully utilizing our prefrontal cortex, our higher brain. For example, we have to learn and think about putting our hands on the steering wheel, putting our foot on the accelerator to go, and putting our foot on the brakes to stop. It is considered active learning. Once we have mastered the skill of driving, the act of driving becomes a habit and gets relegated to our lower brain. Let me repeat that. Once we have mastered the skill of driving, the act of driving becomes a habit and gets relegated to our lower brain. We no longer have to utilize all that brain energy just to drive a car. In fact, after we have been driving for a while, it becomes such a habit that oftentimes when we get in a car, we could daydream or think of a million things we have to do or the way someone has heard us. And before you know it, we are already on our driveway back home. Even if a dog darts out onto the streets, we can automatically slam on our brakes because our higher brain has also trained our lower brain to automatically react that way. Now, if we understand this concept, we can leverage it for weight loss. What? Yep, we can. We can leverage that concept, that understanding for weight loss. But before I teach you that, let me provide you with a protocol of what to eat. You do not need to abide by this, but I have found this protocol to be very effective and I personally really enjoy it. You can utilize my protocol and tweak it to your personal preference, or you can go with a protocol that you know works for you. The reason why I chose this protocol is because I find it very doable, healthy, and effective. Okay, so here is my suggested protocol that I would like to offer you. I practice intermittent fasting. And all that means is I only eat at lunchtime around 12 p.m. 
and dinner time around 6 p.m. Now, do you have to intermittent fast? Absolutely not. You could do a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but I'm just sharing with you my protocol. Um, I do not eat before lunch or after dinner or have any snacks in between. Now, before I lose you guys, because you think that is near impossible, I still have a gazillion tools to help you with all of this. Because when I first was learning to uh, how to intermittent fast, I also thought it was so hard. I also thought, how on earth does someone not eat snacks in between meals? I also thought, how could someone not eat in the evenings when you are closing up watching your favorite show on Netflix. We will talk more about that in a, in a future episode. I, I will have a whole episode on uh, nighttime eating. Now, back to my protocol. I eat only proteins and veggies and healthy fats. I do not eat sugar and flour on a regular basis. I know many of you are saying, okay, I'm done. I simply cannot do that. Again, I am here to say, I said the same thing as well, and most definitely you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. We just need to know the whys behind it. Knowing the whys behind it is very powerful. And again, we will get to that also in another episode. I also allow myself what we call a joy eat, a joy eat once a week, which is you can decide to eat whatever you want, even sugar and flour if you desire, but you must plan on it. And that is it, a very simple protocol. Now, back to how do we leverage our prefrontal cortex and its relationship to the lower brain, how do we leverage that fact um, or that relationship in order to lose weight? Remember, our prefrontal cortex is active conscious learning and decision making. Once we have made any actions a habit, those actions get relegated to our lower primitive brain to continue carrying out the activity without a whole lot of thinking. Once we have made any actions a habit, those actions get relegated to our lower primitive brain to continue carrying out the activity without a whole lot of thinking. I wanna offer you this very powerful suggestion. Every single day, write down what you will eat for the next day along with your morning weight. I buy those really thick spiral notebooks that you can find in the school supply area at any local Walmart. Every day, I jot down my morning weight and the next day's date. And I simply write down in a column B, which stands for breakfast, L for lunch, and D for dinner. Next to each letter, I write what I plan to eat the next day. Also, once a week, I choose a day to incorporate a joy eat on my plan to eat my favorite food so I don't feel deprived. Now get this, your prefrontal cortex is your higher brain 
and your higher brain will always have your best interests in mind for the next day. Your higher brain will always have your best interests in mind for the next day. So when you plan for the next day, you will consciously plan on eating healthier the next day. I mean, think about it. When you're writing down, like, what should I eat tomorrow for my breakfast, lunch, and dinner? You will unlikely say, I want to eat a whole bunch of junk food. You just won't. Your higher brain is your decision-making brain, and it will have your best interests in mind for the next day. So next to the B, this is my protocol again, next to the B for breakfast, I always write black coffee. I don't even put creamer in it. Next to L for lunch, I usually put something like roasted chicken with cooked spinach. Next to D for dinner, I could put down salmon um, with broccoli, and that's it. Nothing fancy, doesn't take but a minute to put down. Then, the next day, all I have to do, and this is important, the next day, all I have to do is obey what my higher brain said to eat the day before. The next day, I just need to obey, follow through what my higher brain said to eat the day before. Ladies, always keep in mind what you said you would eat the day before and show up for yourself. Don't go back on what your higher brain already planned for you. Because remember, your higher brain has your best interest in mind. So for example, if my coworkers came in with a whole box of yummy donuts to the office, I have already told myself the day before that that is not on my plan. We need to listen to what our prefrontal cortex planned for us the day before and not react with our lower brain when the donuts show up that will likely say, oh, I want that and I want it now. Okay, I, I know how tempting that can be, be, especially if, like for me, if it's a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> so if you follow through on what you planned to eat the day before, you will build a greater trust relationship with yourself. Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, you will trust yourself more when you follow through on your own plans. If I truly follow through with my planned eating every day and not give in to my lower brain with the unplanned temptation of the day, it will eventually become a habit. This is what I talked about earlier when I said we can leverage the relationship of the higher brain to the lower brain in order to lose weight. Our active learning and decisions by the higher brain will eventually get relegated as acts of habit to the lower brain. If you can rewire your brain to always eat mindfully and follow through with your planned eating, it will become a habit to always eat mindfully without a whole lot of thinking. Now, I know some of you are saying, what if I don't know what I will eat for the next day because I haven't planned out my food or I don't know what is in the fridge 
or I am going to meet a friend for lunch and I don't know what is on the menu or I don't know what my family will prepare for our meals if they cook for you. Well, at the very least, you can write down on your spiral notebook next to your lunch or dinner plan, you can write proteins, veggies, and healthy fats. At the very least, you can write that down. But make sure that after you've eaten your meal the next day, make sure you jot down what you actually ate. This will help you see what works for you and what doesn't. Meaning, because remember, I'm asking you to write down your morning weight next to um, your breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day, your plan every day. And so you can look back and see what you ate the day before and see if it is causing you to gain weight or if it helped bring down your weight. Again, I'm not saying I'm not saying that that's an exact science. Obviously, it isn't because our weight will fluctuate fluctuate from day to day because some days, you know, due to hormonal changes or that time of the month is going to go up no matter what. If sometimes we uh, have more water retention, sometimes we ate a little too much salt, and so it's going to go up and down. But in general, you, you guys get what I'm saying, right? Like that. When you write down what you ate, you'll kind of see a pattern as to what's good for you and what's not. I have been doing this for so long that my mind automatically scans any menu or food offered at a party and whatever, what have you. And I always scan for the protein, veggies, and healthy fats. If we don't rewire our brains and we just keep giving in to eating things reactively with our lower brains, then guess what? That becomes our automatic habit. We will automatically keep overeating and or eating things not on our protocol. I know this is a lot to absorb today, but we can do it. You can do it. You can do hard things. You can retrain and rewire your neural pathways for healthier, mindful eating. That's all I have for you today. See you at the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to Trim and Timeless. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take your journey to the next level, remember that I am here to support you every step of the way. If you're looking for additional accountability, personalized coaching, and unwavering support, visit trimandtimeless.com. That's T-R-I-M-A-N-D-T-I-M-E-L-E-S-S.com. You can sign up for a complimentary mini session where we can explore how I can help you achieve your goals. It would be an honor to be your coach and guide you towards the success you deserve. Until next time, remember, it's never too late to lose weight.